This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM, creator of Energy Healing by Design, Nicole Ashton, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life-after-death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow into their true authentic space. Nicole, with her natural connection to Source, which has remained open since her return, will help you and your family find the frequency of gratitude and patient love that will assist you in awakening your soul's design. We now welcome you to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, hello, all you beautiful people, and welcome back to Return to Consciousness live with Nicole in April. What an amazing week it has been. Um, today we've chosen to talk about um, truth and the many um, facets of truth, I guess. Um, for me, I feel like that there's so there truth is is kind of gauged on how you perceive things. So kind of opening up to your inner truth and what that feels and looks like. So the second half, we will do a meditation that connects you to your heart space so that you can really um, start to attune into what um, truth looks like to you. And to me, it's a feeling. It's a it's the feeling of complete like bliss and knowing without an influence of um, other people's ideas. And then I think the biggest step is once you discover that is really to move forward in that energy as um, in a confident way. And then also respect others in their truth, because we all have different different views of seeing things, different perceptions. And that is what that is a beautiful thing about being a human is that 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 that's there's limited limited possibilities that we get to explore every day. So um, when. You, you had a beautiful trip to Haiti. We would love to hear about it. Yeah, it was really good. We built a house, and this house had a loft so the kids could go upstairs and sleep in the loft area, and it was a really cute house. I would live in it. It turned out really good, and the trip was really good. I didn't realize when I got over there that they'd been out of school for two months. There's been no school, so it was nice to gather the kids, and there was a teacher on this trip, and so... Uh, Lindsay did a lot of uh, crafts and stuff with them, so it was really fun. It was a very meaningful, purposeful, fulfilling trip. Beautiful. Um, so we'll just we'll just bring back in this truth thing because I feel oh. like that when you're servicing like that in service, um, that that you can find that authentic piece of you to really mm. be moved by what what um, like brings you into your highest joy into your um like your truth about things um so what what brings you or what is what what encouraged you to jump on a plane and go to Haiti um to assist the the kids um do you mean this time or you just mean ever it, like like when when you do that because i feel like that 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 deep diving deep into yourself and mm-hmm. being able to connect to that truth it's you get to discover who you really are and, and what feels good to you. And I know that that is, is um, that piece going to Haiti really brings you into your inner love, your service work. And, and, and so when you, when you're just getting ready to go on the plane and before it was a struggle, cause I know when you do stuff oh. new, it's a struggle in the beginning and you have to balance that energy, that energy that brings you that, that, um, I keep calling it truth because it really is. I feel like it's the same energy. How to connect to what feels good to you is by um, the action. And so can you think of that the moment when, when it just made sense why you were doing what you're doing? Yes. Um, well, over the years, it just evolved because when it started, it didn't start out how it is now. So... Uh, looking back, like I always stayed in the service of others, so I wouldn't focus on myself because when I focus too much on myself, I tend to feel depressed. And so when I look outwards instead of inwards, it just it, it's just a better way for me to live here on earth. And so, um, but this trip, like going, I'm grateful that I have the skills to pack and do all that stuff because my friend had passed away. And so, 
I had to do a lot of stuff just real quick because I didn't anticipate spending a couple days in ICU while she passed. So then I just was like, literally before I walked out the door, packing the last bag mm-hmm. of like seeing what donations would fit in. But um, for me, like connecting to myself is just being able to feel like at home within myself and when other people um, like have their own truths within themselves, I could genuinely, genuinely be happy and respect how they feel because that's their truth. And I don't feel like I have to push what I think is my truth on other people because we all respectfully have our own truth within Mm -hmm. us. And that's a beautiful thing if we choose to honor it or we could choose to have a crappy attitude and be like, oh, Mm -hmm. she doesn't know what she's talking about or oh, so-and-so believes this. You know, it's when you're okay with who you are and you're at home in peace with yourself and that um, truth. Like if you're sitting in a room and they're saying things that at one point was your truth and it's not your truth anymore, you don't feel the need to explain you're just like at peace like this is where i am and that's where you are let me tell you if that makes sense it does this weekend (laughs) let me share this with you this weekend has been pretty intense and so has the last couple weeks and and like i was sharing before this integrated has been very interesting and i haven't always been interested in that because i'm i learned to walk and talk and be in this world and and understand energy and and just and do the healing that i do However, I hear all these ideas of the moon and the, and the sun and how it's all affecting and this astrology. And I'm like, maybe you should pay attention because there is certain times of the month that I, I have like an energetic influx and I've never been able to explain it. And so I, ha- I, I um, sat with the energy that's been happening. And 11-11, which was Monday, was huge for me. And I had a lot of clients either really in a high energy or a low energy. And um, it, it, it like hit and impacted people in so many different ways. But I'm telling you, even the weeks leading up to that, it I definitely saw that show up. And it also, not that I question anything that, that any experiences that I've had or anything that I've, I've done, it, I was I was feeling like um, the old stuff that felt to be true because of the knowledge that I had had received prior. It felt like this influx of um, oh my gosh, I'm in a whole new operating system, and I could feel that just move through the body. And when you said when you said um, this that you, the topic on truth sounded sounded good. I was, that's when I started observing that, wow, it doesn't mean that the old system I was, I was the, with, with the limited knowledge that I had, that I was uh, right or wrong. It means that I have a more profound understanding of what is here and now. And it's like that word truth, it changed in my heart, but it also opened up a wider aspect of myself because I realized I could be I could witness me in an old operating system and then I got to observe where I am now and and like return to consciousness is that observation and and operating out of unconditional love. And um, it reminded me that there's no matter how where you're at, at your journey, there are there's more. There's more. And so this this opening really just hit me hard. And for some, I heard that they were either high or low. Me, I was both. <laughs> It was like a rapid fire. <laughs> and I was like, what is my truth? I don't even know. And I felt okay doing it because I knew I was learning in this this um, wide flux of beautiful energy that was coming through. Um, you being in Haiti, did that? Did you feel that um, that energy move through on... Um, actually, you were home on 11-11. You were home Monday, yeah, right? Yeah, I was home. Did you feel that yeah. move through? Well, last night was the full moon. So I just... Uh, I just looked at the moon. I drank cacao because I love drinking real cacao. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I just embrace whatever is. I feel like I'm in a good place where, like, um, I had the words. It left my mind. It'll come Mm -hmm. to me. Uh, Well, I um I had like a a lot of people, um, several clients. Not say a lot. uh, Several clients would either called because they had a sickness or they had um, an over exhilarating energy wave. And I, and so I observed what they were saying and it's like they had the same um, let's say growth 
in both spaces. They were just in different mm-hmm. different elements of, of, of breaking down their system, it looked like to me. And so one, that they're, they're, they became ill and their whole family became ill. I understood that it's because they were they were preparing for the a baby that, that that's coming. So my client has a baby that's coming that's very, very, um, um, she's going to be very awake and very sensitive and she's overdue. And so all of this at once, I thought she was going to be born on the 11-11 because of mm-hmm. her energy. However, she came to me in spirit and said, my family's sick. I can't come yet because she's so sensitive. And that was like profound to me. That was profound for me to to sit with that energy that's coming through earth and seeing how it's affecting even the babies that aren't born yet. And then, so that created me space to then connect to the, her family so I could see what she's talking about. And then they do have elements of illness in every one of the kids that are already born and then the mom and dad. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's breaking down your system so that you can build it back up so that you can even even be parents to this baby. It is a beautiful thing. And, you know, uh, everyone knows, well, not everyone, but Brittany, my, she's, I've worked with her a lot. And I'm sure that when this baby's born, she's love to share the story because it's, it is a beautiful, profound energy. And it's also shares with us really what's happening energetically in the world and how it's influencing all the children. Because they are coming down sensitive. They are coming down with gifts. And they have been for a long time. We just, there was not very much awareness on how to work with them or how, um, even that it was possible that a child can, can be born with such a sensitivity and have, sometimes has no idea like what their parents are trying to teach them. Because the parents are teaching them in their, in their operating system and the babies are coming in a whole new one. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They are our future. <laughs> Those yeah, kids are, so and their light is so so bright. Do you did you remember what you're gonna say? Yeah, I remember. Um, because I was thinking this the other day. It's about death. Like staying in one place too long is like death to me. And so that could be the same thing as like staying in our own, like our old truths to make. Like, say we stay in our old truths because the people around us are more comfortable with us staying in that old truth that you know because that's their comfort but if we embrace like our new truth and just be content with who we are it's like living again because i think like staying in one place it just reminds me of like death staying in one place too long yeah i i I have a, a kind of a vision right now that that people going through that that you know air quote death process is because it's like this almost like a chaotic pattern because the death part the air quote death part starts to happen and sh- and shake up your reality and and your truth shifts and the guilt and the shame of that you were wrong before it's like almost a pattern that people go through before mm-hmm. they feel okay with changing their mind yeah when you're at your truth you won't have no guilt mm-hmm. or shame you're just there i think sunday i really felt like home in my truth oh sunday what happened sunday well i was sitting somewhere because i go to so I was somewhere because I think my mom and dad get happy when I spend time with them. So I was somewhere that they enjoy being. And um, and it's fine. I don't mind. Like, I go anywhere. I'm open. And so I was just sitting there listening to things being said. And I was like, just as much as one day that used to be my truth, today that's no longer my truth. And I'm so content at peace. And I, and I respect and honor those who that is their truth. And there's nothing wrong with that being their truth. And there's nothing wrong with it not being my truth. And it's just like when you're just so content and you don't feel, you know, you don't feel bad or good either way, but you definitely don't ever feel like you have to explain yourself and you're actually just content within yourself. So this is your radio show. We are, in the beginning, we are so excited. No, the people's radio show. We were so excited to start this radio show and really have callers and have it be about the listeners. And I do get emails and um, I I realize that everyone says in the very beginning that it's hard to, to call in. And I'm I'm inviting you to to share your story. And when you have a question or you have an experience, and then people um, out there are actually seeking it. And they either don't know how or they don't dare ask. And you never have to share your name. It will be mm-hmm. very, very um, helpful or, or inspirational to just share that love and light and experiences and questions. And we also are starting back up the live healings we can do on this show. And we are taking callers on the second half. 
Phone number is 435-879-4100. And we'll also be doing a short meditation to connect you to your heart space. And in that heart space, you're going to understand it. You're going to come to a profound understanding that truth is just a word. When you are trusting that inner guidance and that feeling that you're getting that is just pure love and light and it creates you to be in joy with yourself. That means unconditional love in motion. You don't have to think about it. You're just loving what you're doing. And you know what? It's it's there's steps, there's there's processes, there's choices that like little bits at a time that you can take and get you there. It's very possible. And I do we we I have clients that come through that say, how do I do this through a trauma? Well, to get through a trauma, it is finding a joyful space and expanding on it because the trauma that happens can and will move out of your system and and, and you can re-put it, you can like reprogram to, to live a happier life. Um, things that happen to you, experiences that happen to you don't define who you are. And then once you let go of those, those the needing to defend old emotions or old thought mm-hmm. processes and be free from that, you can start feeling that inspirational heart space just open up. And you're like, do I trust this feeling? Is this mine? Is this somebody else's? Am I living in joy? And that is when you, the true expansion um, is, is wide open to you. The, the, the word of growth, the people in the past have grown through suffering. That's just how, that's just the collective, the energetics that we lived in. However, there's this, this, this remembered concept that joy is also growth. So you, you have a choice. You can, you can grow through, through suffering or through joy. And it is, and it is your choice. The most, um, the most asked question is, or, or response I get from people is they seek to be happy. They're like, how do I be happy? What can I do to be happy? And I, and I, and, and my answer is when you sit with what makes you happy, almost always there's an attachment. I'll be happy when I'll be happy. If I'll be happy when someone shows up in my life, I'll be happy. There's, there seems to be other um, conditionings on your happiness that you put there. So when you sit with it and you're like, what brings me joy? Like just that motion of, of, of showing up every day and finding that piece of me that loves everything that's in my presence. And, or, or if there's, there's like, I know that mother Teresa has this, has this saying, and I'm not going to remember it right now, but it feels like, you know, she would, she would always go, I believe that she was in the streets of, of, of messiness of garbage. And she found like one flower that had grown and she like made a statement about it. And I want, I, I witnessed this story when I was in the uh, temples and the Tao temples and they shared it and they actually have a picture of it. There was just one flower. And then she had a, she made a, she made, had a quote saying, you know, she found that, that one flower in the streets of gar of the garbage, the flooded streets of garbage. And she says, that's what she looks for in people. And, and I, and that just made sense because, you know, we can, we, we move through the world just seeing people's, they're, they're things that they're not doing, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it takes a very, very, in, I don't want to say enlightened, because you don't really have to be enlightened to be kind. You just have to, you just get to find the kindness. So it's kind of changing that perception of, mm-hmm. of expectations of other people and to like see how you're viewing people. And, you know, it just, it, it doesn't take it much time to be kind. <laughs> yeah. Just focus on the positive. Mm-hmm. And then when you find your joy, you can just follow it. And I found through service service work and and um, and you find the kindness. You you're mm-hmm. you start um, when you're with the, the people suffering. When you're when you're in service and you really really um, connect at that level, that it's easier to find the amazing stuff in people rather than than the things that you you think that they should be doing differently. And that's a big huge t- thing too. Is when you're not seeing an amazing thing in person, in that per, in some people, that you're you're like, what am I not seeing in myself that I'm that mm-hmm. I'm focused on that one thing? Like, what view am I even looking out at? Yeah, you know, the mirror image, that mirror reflecting. Mm-hmm. Well, in Haiti, the great thing is, is uh, they're joy- they're joyful people, so they can teach a lot because the less they have, they're just very happy. 
I mean, they're not always happy when they have nothing to eat. I don't mean to that extent. But in general, they're not focusing on getting a new boat, a bigger house, a better car, and any of that nonsense that in first world isn't. Like when I come back to the first world from being in the poorest country, I have to just like sit in my mind when I hear things like, yes, it's just some of the struggles in first world to me are just self-inflicted and not important. So I get to sit in my quietness while I get to hear everyone else complain about things that I think are like mm-hmm. probably making them not so happy. I I do I, I find myself doing that when I'm complaining and I and I'll look at I, I'll I'll put myself you know the places that I've been and I'm like, wow, you have nothing to complain about. Um and I found that, you know, in, in, in Uganda and Haiti with you, I found that those 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 people in that area, they do find celebration in little things. They do find, um, you know, they do the best they can sometimes in kindness because they, but because of the way that they're raised, but in the majority of them have a, a heart connection and, and, and they, it's like they live in the now, in the moment, because a lot of them don't know if tomorrow is going to come. And so it's like they're joyful, right? They're joyful and they want to celebrate right now. Yeah, and a lot of them don't have the internet or cell phones or TVs for that distraction. So a lot of them are in the present moment because they're not distracted by things. Yeah. So they just look at the beautiful trees. Yeah, they're they're I love the trees <laughs> over there. They're pretty and the beach is beautiful too. Yeah. yeah. The um one thing that I noticed over there was in it different than Uganda was was the compassion of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though, even when we were going through those roads, and you asked the the drivers if we should duck down because mm-hmm. if they're in danger, and they said no, we're in more danger than you. I was like, wow, they still. I I just felt a different compassion um, there, like uh, not a different. That's not, but a more profound, I guess, yeah. um, compassion. Because um, they know we're there to help them. Yeah. And so, and they're they're just so kind. And when they talk, they talk kind of loud, but they never, like, it's not like here, like, they're they're not so rude, like, when, when they, Americans, um, in my opinion. Yeah. When I was there, I realized through the communication, and I was, I was, mm-hmm. I was scared at first because I didn't know. They talk it, loud. I, and the energy, I pick up on the energy rather than, than. The words, and because we I couldn't understand them anyways, but they do speak with a loud voice oh. and high energy. And it, yeah, at first, it, it like it, it created me to like shut down. And then I realized then that that they are taught differently. And then you shared with their their cultures are different, the things that they do are different, and there's their truth mm-hmm. was different than what I thought. And that's when I really started mm-hmm. questioning like everything that I've relearned since I came have come back from crossing over. And not, and and I encourage people to question everything. Always those things. You you you. When you're asking questions, you're getting more information. You're opening up for for what resonates and feels good to you. And it may not look like mine, and it may not look like yours. But mm-hmm. there's there's this commonality that we're here to. We're all experiencing, and we're all seeking that joyful self. We're all seeking the unity of um um of love, like that word love. And that's when I heard that's that's when I heard um, um, I think it, I, I can't remember who said it. So uh, so I'll just share the share the quote. But it was people come here to be love, to be loved with ourselves, to then to find love and to share love. And we kind of got that backwards as humans. We can't we feel like sometimes that we can't love ourselves until somebody else loves us. And um, so that was very like when I the, as far as truth goes, I kept asking I'm like what is the self-love because because I was seeing that in so many other people that that it depended on who loved them or who who valued them and and that that comment come to me it's is be love just be love and that you don't have to earn it you already mm-hmm. are it you were created in it so for the second half we're going to come back with a meditation and be taking callers um you I am Nicole Ashton and April Betty and we'll be right back
Next time on the polls, how do you count all of the birds in a jungle or a rainforest? Ornithologist Marconi Campus had an idea. I start to use acoustics. He set up recorders and started to mine the sounds for information. On this episode, we meet people who are coming up with creative ways to measure things. The Pulse, Saturday mornings at 11 on Radio St. George 100.3. Affogato Gourmet Coffee, a fine sponsor of DSU Radio. Affogato Gourmet Coffee offers gourmet coffee, smoothies, pastries, and keto-friendly offerings. Affogato Coffee with live music on Sundays. Coffee, hot chocolate, great company, and a funky environment. Behind Tropical Smoothies on 10th East and Red Hills Parkway. Affogato Gourmet Coffee. Gender-neutral bathrooms are now available to all DSU staff, faculty, and students, as well as the St. George community. For more information for where these restrooms are located, please log on to Dixie.edu. The CLT Center for Teaching and Learning is now accepting applications for learning innovation mini-grants. DSU defines the mini-grants as creative thinking that alters individuals and institutional systems that practice to improve learning. For more details, visit bit.ly slash mini-grant 20. Application deadline is November 15, 2019. Addiction is an epidemic, and the lines of communication need to be opened. I'm Heston Cherry, and Mondays at 3, we open up and share our stories from addiction to recovery to hope and resources. There is light at the end of the tunnel of addiction. Mondays at 3 on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. This is Hannah with your Radio Dixie calendar for Wednesday, November 13th. From 8 to 9 a.m., there is a DSUSA Senate meeting in the Garner Center, Conference Room D. From 7.30 to 10 p.m., the theater production, Love and Information, is in Eccles 116. And from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m., the piano student recital is in Eccles 129. And that's your calendar on Radio Dixie 91.3. Made possible by a donation from the business department at Dixie State University. Thank you. From Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. You're listening to Radio St. George 100.3 FM. We now welcome you back to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the second half of Return to Consciousness live with Nicole and April. So the first half we talked about the idea of truth, I guess, because it kind of went into a, a big array of, of um, truth is in through your perception and what makes you feel at ease or uh, for me, I guess it's that feeling I get that, um, that I'm connected and that, um, and that it moving forward feels really good, I guess. Um, there's so many different, different ideas and I didn't even really think of it till we started talking. And then kind of when I, when you shared about the topic today, I was, I was really thinking that because it it feels like through my adventures and, and journeying, it's, it seems like that when you get a, a profound understanding of um, um, some, from somebody else or through being with a community or through the third world countries, sitting in the temples of the Tao, even the monks and even the Tibetan monks, all of these different ideas of their truth, um, it seemed to enhance mine in what feels good to me. And so I would sit with it and really ask myself, is this my truth? Is this, is this, um, is this, or my emotion, or is this like just something that I'm absorbing that has been written for me to fill? <laughs> because, you know, because, um, and I, fi- I started finding that truth, it, it kind of shifted and it changed. And, and then I would be, and sometimes I'd want to defend what I used to think because I taught it this mm-hmm. way. And I'm like, I kind of want to, think I need to defend that because what did I look like? And I went through that process like several years ago and I realized we are always, we are shifting, we are changing, new information is coming to us. And what was my truth in one operating system is not, was not my truth in, in a more profound operating system of, of really having more information available to me or, or allowing it. So that was 
the first half um, and we shared about Haiti and, and um, April's amazing experience. Um, so the second half, we're going to do a short meditation, really um, connect to the heart space. And I, I would, I personally am going to set the intent of trust, trust my own feelings when I ask myself questions and it's, 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 you know, listening to your body and connecting to source and to mother earth and, and doing what feels good to you. And then the biggest piece I think is then knowing that you're standing in your, your, your expression of truth and then really respecting and honoring others in theirs and then know that it looks different and it's okay. And um, that's that will create a harmonious world, right? Yeah. <laughs> and being okay that um, you're going to evolve and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to not stay in your same belief patterns. And the cool thing is, is when you know, you know. You just know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's uncomfortable sometimes, but that is when you grow too. So it's... it's Yeah. It's and then it's comfortable today. again. Yep. <laughs> It'll all be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I invite you to sit back and relax. And if you're driving, pull over or tune in at a later time for this energy will will connect to you when you're when when your time is right. Energy knows no time or distance. It will show up when you're ready. So as we set the in- set the intention to trusting your inner guidance, trusting yourself, your body, your, um, your, um, truth. I invite you to imagine the most amazing white light above your head. This beautiful pillar of light is so full of unfailing love. It is so full of expansion of infinite possibilities. It's moving down the top of your head, reminding you that you're in this physical body to learn, to grow, and to share. You are a spiritual being in this physical body. And as the spirit moves down through the top of your head, integrating with that physical piece of you, It's moving down each one of your chakras, your energy centers. Each one of these energy centers govern an organ, blood, cells, and bone. And is each one of them clear? They move out and clear and cleanse the organs, the blood, and the bone. As this moves down the center of your body, we'll move down into Mother Earth, where you get to remember that in that heart space of Mother Earth is unconditional love, is nurturing. In this electrical magnetic pulse, this heartbeat of Mother Earth, your heartbeat beats the same. And as you feel that connection to Mother Earth, imagine the wave moving up the crystalline caves, the dirt, the clay, the grass, into the bottom of your feet, the co- up the core of your body, and out the top of your head. There is an energy bubble that we all have And as this energy that you just called up moves out around your energy field, clearing and cleansing and bringing you into your highest self. And as you feel a connection to everything above and everything below, witness your heart. Some may feel, sense, or know the fluttering. Sometimes it feels like butterflies in your heart. Sometimes it feels warm and sometimes it feels heavy. In this energy that you're in now, if it feels heavy, breathe in the white light. 
into your heart and on the out breath, release anything that doesn't serve you. And this cycle that is connecting you to everything above and everything below is expanding the biophotons in your body, the light particles that you're created in, the spark of life, this unconditional love and in greatness. As your heart expands, imagine this, this beautiful water fountain of white light. Imagine, bring a memory up of, of a time that you were in joy. You were, were in bliss with life. And move that emotion and the white light through your entire body until you become that, that creation of joy. Joy is the highest frequency of healing. As the white light moves down your head and clears through the middle of the body, expanding out around the entire energy field that you are, is down into Mother Earth and back up. Imagine a tree trunk moving up your feet, up your legs, through your body, and out the top of your head. Create it beautiful. Create branches and flowers and <laughs> play with it. It's your creation. This is your experience here on Earth. And, and as this is happening, I invite you to... Write what it feels like. Write, write um, what your visions are, what you're thinking and feeling as, as soon as you ground yourself inside your body again. Energy can be called down. It can be called to you. Positive, amazing energy can be easily attracted to you. But when it is completely embodied in your physical, then that is when true expansion begins that's when you can bring the light in and move it out around your body and you manifest what you desire that manifestation becomes real in this reality and as you are moving back into your body and you're coming to to uh, your this time space and continuum and i invite you to do that <clears throat> had quite a people connect to me on that one so I'm feeling, sensing, or knowing that there's someone out there that <clears throat> stomach, there's something in their stomach, really interesting stomach ache. You can call at 435-879-4100. And again, that's 435-879-4100. And we do live healings or ask questions, share experiences, whatever you are feeling like you um, want to share today. Um, so with that person with the, with the stomach problem, upper stomach um, um, issue, um, let's guide that white light a little deeper in the body. So you take it, take a deep belly breath through your nose. You feel that heart expand. You, you witness this white light move into that area where you're feeling the pressure in your stomach, which is a, a trapped emotion. Um, when we have things hurt us or we go through traumas, we hold our breath. So this person's holding his breath in its heart and so it's having that emotional attachment to it and then it's settled in the stomach where the where the air has been hold, held so you take a deep breath in and you blow that out your mouth and imagine the 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 energy just moving out the toxic thoughts the toxic energies the of yours and of other people's and breathe back the white light Feel it in the same area, in the same heart space. And then on the out breath, breathe it out and around your erotic field so that it will dissolve anything that you have just just released. Because any disease or anything that, that has shown up in the body is created in the outer energy fields by thoughts and the vibrational the vibration that the thought has uh, manifested. And then it becomes part of your body when you allow it. So... Ways to get rid of such things, such illnesses, um, side effects of illnesses, pains from illnesses, is through this white light. The white light is so magnificent and magnificent. There, Ooh, got it. And it's such a piece of you because the biophotons in your body have light in them. So there's this this little light in every cell of your body 
And when you connect to the white light source creator, God, whatever that looks like to you, and you bring that into your soulful self inside of your heart, and you project it through the body, you're waking up those biophotons to your true self, to your greatness. And then illness will start to move out of the body. And I've witnessed this on tens of thousands of people that I've worked on all over all over the world. And and the first thing is trusting there's something out there that is bigger than yourself. Trusting that that you that your body is this is this um, this benevolent, this beautiful body. I don't even know what to say. Like you have the innate healing. <laughs> I'm like so connected to this person. I'm forgetting what I'm saying. So trust your body is equipped and it is magnificent. I mean, think about it as a, as a child, you, you're learning, you, you don't, you don't learn to breathe. You just do. You learn to, to walk, you learn to talk, but your body, your system, this, this beautiful system can eat a sandwich, digest it and discharge it without one thought. Imagine if you take that power back as you are because you're a powerful being and you apply that little steps by little steps and really trusting the abilities and the and the this human design that you are. Miracles happen. It's just a shift of awareness and allowing yourself to do so. Woo! We're on fire today. I think that's 1111 energy coming through today. <laughs> you are on fire. <laughs> yeah. You said you wanted to sing a song and I thought of one while you were talking. Do you know that song, This Little Light of Mine? I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. I, I just thought of it because you said something about I can remember light. I can remember saying that, but um, I'm sure our listeners, but it was a different would, song. our listeners would pass on me singing. <laughs> I want it. Awesome. <laughs> It'd be very entertaining for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. That's when I don't hit tones very good. I try. I sing horrible. I, I, but you try, right? That's the thing right there is there's something I do. Sometimes I'll go in the, in the bathroom because it's like in my mom's bathroom, it has a huge, a big ceiling and, and I'll, and I'll sing out loud. And at the Raddins this weekend that were, that I went and did, um, healings at a house in, in Draper, they have the best ceiling ever. And cause it's so big and it's so soundful. Did you sing? I did. I was upstairs in, in the, um, in their bathroom area that it's an open area and I was I'm like here I'm gonna learn to tone right now huh? I didn't learn but I tried <laughs> I'm like it it was entertaining uh-huh. it's trying it's jumping out of, of your uncomfortable zone and just in and going with it mm-hmm. showing up yeah I like what you said about joy so if we know that joy is where we heal maybe we just as a collective focus more on being in joy than, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if from listening to what you said, I agree with what you say about the enjoy. And when I was doing your uh, meditation, I just thought of the times like in Haiti, like the lady that we built the house for, it was more than just joy. You could feel her whole gratitude just shake through her body with no words because like they were sleeping in the ground. And her daughter had had maggots. She's a little girl that I talked about that had maggots flying out of her hair. Mm-hmm. And to go from that to living in a space where you no longer have to worry about maggots and stuff in your hair. But she, but also like just laying in the grass with the kids and telling them it was nap time. It was just so joyful. Like there's so many joyful moments that I was just thinking of. And then for some reason, I everyone knows I love my grandkids. However, my youngest one, Sometimes we call him Baby Bean, but he is like my little healer. I know I don't really say that, but he is like, I could just hold him and he like engulfs me in him. Like he is so, he's just pure joy. Babies, maybe that's why I love babies so much, <laughs> unless they're like screaming and crying. Uh, they are, they're just so joyful to me. So I invite you, um, beautiful listeners and followers, to witness your children, not witness, witness, um, I invite you to allow yourself to to observe them as um, as a teacher to you. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of moms that come to me. It's like they, sometimes it, their kids are burdens, and they say, "I feel bad mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm there." And, they, and they'll tell me that. Look at them as a gift, as a gift here to teach you, and a gift to live in joy. 
The grandbabies is when I learned about, really felt that joy because though, though they're so precious and they're so loving. And, and I got to spend time with them this weekend and they have the most loving hearts and such different personalities. But, but the, that, that feeling of excited to see you, I don't get to see my grandbabies all the time because they live four hours away. But when I do see them, they are so excited to see me and I'm so excited to see them. And there is nothing in the world that feels like that. And so I invite you to to be open. When your kids run up to you and love and hug you, it seems like when people have, when when families are together all the time and you have the children all the time, sometimes you it, it gets overwhelming and, and you forget that piece of joy that they really are, are bringing to you. And, and let go of everything just for... 10 minutes, I don't know, sit with your kids and just watch them, how they interact and how when you set yourself in a position of joy, when you are connected and you're not responding at all, you're just allowing them to love you, feel that, feel what that feels like. It's, there's nothing in the world mm-hmm. more, more like exhilarating than that. So, um, that is one thing is that is, is, is invite, I invite you to do. That's a major thing is to feel that joy. What is joy to you? Mm-hmm. What is joy? Watch some fun shows. Think about when you were just like doing, doing something completely silly, completely off the wall, not thinking about it. And you were in so much laughter because that is medicine. Laughter is the, is medicine. And if you're feeling down and you're feeling in, in depressed because the holidays are coming and a lot of clients are, are in that space, you know, there's go outside, even though there's no sunshine. That's the first thing people tell me. They say, there's no sunshine, Nicole. I, I how, you're telling me to go be out in the sunshine. And I said, there is behind those clouds. You have the power to close your eyes and witness the sun hitting you and just just do that just do it just feel it like it is showing because it's really there it's just the sky it's just disguised right now and clients i started saying that that was working that was working they they're not as as depressed in the winter because that they the sunshine just feeds souls to people like some souls that they need that to feel alive and so that's a good, it, that's a practice that people can do is, is close your eyes. Imagine that sun is there and feel literally in your body, feel the rays hit you and watch what happens to your system. It, it, it's just like you're on the beach. I mean, you can create that. You can create that in anywhere that you're at. So I invite you to be in joy and call in the sunshine. Very true. Also in the winter too, um, vitamin D drops, the liquid ones, they're good on your tongue. I used to do that. But the funny thing I noticed the other day is I used to be depressed in winter because it's just like the weather changing. But because that used to be one of my weaknesses, it is my strength. I actually thrive in winter now. I think summer might be harder than winter now. Isn't that weird? But I embrace it all. Yeah. It's find, find your happy place. Yeah. You could also uh, just watch a sunrise on your phone or television if you can't or I mean whatever you could YouTube it but you could just watch those or look at a picture if you can't visualize it so lots of ways to connect but the sun was actually out today at least where I live yeah it was pretty sunny so a recap on today was finding your truth what does truth really look like to you and is it and and creating a space to to know that um, truth fluctuates what uh, the more information that you get the more experiences that you that you go through things shift things look different your operating system um, shifts and changes the way you view things shift and change and so uh, my advice to, to you is be okay in those in those shifts and changes and allow yourself the space to grow um, I am Nicole Ashton and I do do personal sessions here in St. George I also do um, um, phone sessions distant sessions you can always reach me at 435 319-0951 or at energyhealingbydesign.com. We're also having a gratitude friend, a friend's gratitude um, dinner. Um, it's potluck and it will be on Wednesday at 7 on the, it's the 20th. Um, so jump on my web page or follow me at, at Energy Healing by Design or Nicole Ashton and the time and date will be there, or we'll email you the address. Um, how can we get a hold of you? How can our listeners get a hold of you, April? Um, you could call me. My number is 702-686-7056, or my website is handshealinghearts.com. 
And the next trip to Haiti is May 26th to June 3rd and another one June 2nd to June 9th. So if you want to join me, I would love for you to come. Also, you'll be taking donations if they're not able to make it. Yes. And they can find that on the hands the website. Perfect. Yeah. And so they 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 do they do collect all sorts of things she oh. for the growth of the children, the growth of the the parents that meaning clothes, pencils and there's a whole list of it on yeah. there. Um, what a way to show gratitude, right? Yes. And we're building more houses this trip too. Mm-hmm. Pretty so exciting. So also funding for for that for house is accepted, right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So super excited for the gratitude potluck on um, Thursday. The address will be announced. Um, it, you get the opportunity to RSVP because we're going to shift the location if we get more people. At the Energy Healing Conference last week, we did get a bigger um, response than, than we were prepared for. So, which is really really exciting because we just have to change the address so we can. So we can add more room for beautiful people. We will be sharing experiences. We also, through the potluck, it's a really good place to for like-minded people to really expand on their spiritual journey anywhere you're at. And people's responses of these gatherings are the unconditional love. You come, you find people that, that are relatable and um, you're able to be yourself and your gifts no matter where you're at. And if you're if you have questions there and you and you share them, then there's always somebody that's in this that is or has been in the same situation or the same place of their journey. Again, I'm Nicole Ashton. You can reach me at Energy Healing by Design and April Betty at handshealinghearts.com. Thank you. Have an amazing week. You've been listening to Return to Consciousness with your host, Nicole Ashton, creator of Energy Healing by Design, a world-renowned healer and luminary whose life-after-death experience has allowed her the gift of empowering people around the globe to heal and grow in their true authentic space. For audio and or video of this, go to Facebook or YouTube, Podbean or Spotify, and search Radio St. George or RadioStGeorge.com. We invite you back next Wednesday at 4 o'clock for Return to Consciousness with Nicole Ashton on Radio St. George 100.3 FM.